Hello, this is Siddharth from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 27th of July. India reported 29,689 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours, taking the total number of infections to over 3.13 crore. There were 415 new fatalities yesterday, which means over 4.2 lakh people have lost their lives to the virus so far. Do remember listener that these numbers are widely considered to be undercounts. Over 65 lakh vaccine doses were administered yesterday. The total number of doses administered has exceeded 43.5 crore. However, according to the latest data, only 6.77% of India's total population has been fully vaccinated so far and only 17% is partially vaccinated. In an escalation of the boundary dispute between Assam and Mizoram, Six Assamese police personnel were killed at the border yesterday. Additionally, 80 police personnel have been left injured. In a Twitter post, Assam Chief Minister Himanta Biswa said, "I quote, I am deeply pained to inform you that six brave jawans of Assam police have sacrificed their lives while defending the constitutional boundary of our state at the Assam-Mizoram border. My heartfelt condolences to the bereaved families." End quote. Meanwhile, the Chief Minister of Mizoram, Zoram Thanga, told the Indian Express, "I quote, The IGP of Assam and about 200 Assam policemen came to the Mizoram side because it was only a stone's throw away from our subdivisional headquarters it created a tense situation firing started on both sides and there were casualties end quote The firing happened 2 days after Home Minister Amit Shah met the chief ministers of the northeast states for a closed door discussion on the boundary issues of the region the chief ministers also had a public dispute on twitter after which Shah intervened to settle the matter With police deployed on both sides of the Assam-Mizoram border, this episode has been the result of a tense situation unfolding over the last month. Officials from both states have blamed each other for making the first offence. The actual sequence of events remain unclear for now. Continuing the trend set on the first day, Parliament's monsoon session saw protests and sloganeering by the opposition over the Pegasus Rao and the farm laws for yet another day. A number of events have transpired today with regard to the monsoon session of parliament. Today in BJP's parliamentary party meeting, Prime Minister Modi accused the Congress of deliberately thwarting attempts to make resolutions. Earlier this week, the Prime Minister had called the Congress's actions irresponsible and unfortunate, but today the Prime Minister went a step further. He said to his party members today, and I quote, "Expose this behavior of the Congress and some opposition parties in front of the media and the public." End quote. CPIM MP Elamaram Karim and Congress MP Shakti Singh Gohil have given a suspension of business notice to discuss Pegasus as well. According to news agency ANI, the Lok Sabha was adjourned thrice today and the Rajya Sabha five times yesterday, all because of various disruptions. A rebellious Congress has laid the blame for the sluggish parliament session with the government, since it is not agreeing to opposition parties' demand for a discussion on the Pegasus issue. Parliament also witnessed a resurgence of protest against the new farm laws by the opposition. To protest the bills, Rahul Gandhi rode a tractor to Parliament. This led to the detention of Congress General Secretary Randeep Surjewala, All India Congress Committee Secretary Pranav Jha, and Indian Youth Congress President B V Srinivas. After their release, Surjewala said to PTI, and I quote, "Driving a tractor to attract the attention of Parliament." and the modi government over the woes anger and anguish of farmers is not a crime but our right and duty end quote a case has now been filed against the leaders for violating the motor vehicles act ipc 188 and violation of covid protocol 
according to officials, riding a tractor is not allowed in the heart of the capital. In a statement to reporters, as he rode the tractor, Gandhi said, and I quote, I just want to bring the message of farmers protesting against the farm laws to the parliament. Their message is being suppressed, and a discussion is not allowed inside the parliament. The black laws, meant to benefit two, three big businessmen, have to be repealed, end quote. Listener, given the startling revelations of the Pegasus project, it has become vital to protect our data and begin taking proactive measures against cyber surveillance. Allow me to bring to your attention News Laundry's latest collaborative project, where we hosted two cybersecurity experts for a discussion. The experts are Juan Andres Guerrero Sade, the principal threat researcher at Sentinel One, an American cybersecurity company. Juan is also adjunct professor at Johns Hopkins School of Advanced International Studies. The other expert is Kushal Das, a public interest technologist at Freedom of the Press Foundation a non-profit where NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden serves as the president. The discussion was moderated by computational journalist Avik Sen. To hear the discussion and know more about how you can protect your data during this era of surveillance, please visit newslaundry.com. Listener, News Laundry believes in a free press, a press that's accountable not to the powers that be, but to members of the public who recognize the urgency of thorough, in-depth journalism. We take no ad money, run only on subscriptions and are accountable to our subscribers and not to any advertisers. To join thousands from the public who believe in the importance of quality reporting and verified facts from the ground, please visit our website and click on the subscribe button in the top right corner for rates as low as Rs 300 a month. The BJP has scheduled a legislative party meeting to decide the next Chief Minister of Karnataka at 7pm today. Ministers Dharmendra Pradhan and G. Kishan Reddy have been appointed as the party's central observers to oversee the election of the new leader. On Monday afternoon, Karnataka's B.S. Yediyurappa stepped down from the chief ministerial position of the state. Yediyurappa made this announcement during a program celebrating two years of BJP governance in Karnataka. He also stressed that he has made this decision with autonomy and there has been no top-down pressure on him to resign. While Yediyurappa stressed that the positions of ministers who came in from Congress or the JDU will remain secure, the path to his own position is now open. When asked about likely candidates for the top post, B.S. Raghavendra, party MP and son of Mr. Yediyurappa, said it is too early to say. However, media reports have speculated that Murugesh Nirani, the mining minister in the Yediyurappa cabinet and Union Parliamentary Affairs Minister Prahlad Joshi are likely successors for the post. And now for some international news. China has responded to the United States' attempts to investigate the origins of the coronavirus disease. Li Yanzhao, spokesperson of China's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, said on Monday that if labs are to be investigated, the World Health Organization officials should go to Fort Detrick, a military base in Maryland, USA. Zhao's statement read, I quote, If labs are to be investigated, then the WHO experts should go to Fort Detrick. The US should act transparently and responsibly as soon as possible and invite WHO experts for an inquiry into the Fort Detrick lab. Only in this way can truth be revealed to the world. End quote. This is the latest in a series of back and forths on the possibility of the virus leaking from the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. Beijing has repeatedly insisted that a leak from one of its laboratories would have been extremely unlikely. The WHO has accused China of not sharing important raw data during the first phase of the investigation. Staying with China, 
The Chinese Foreign Ministry said Beijing and Pakistan will launch a series of joint actions in Afghanistan to stop the war-torn country from becoming a hotbed for terrorism. The decision was taken in a meeting of Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi and his Pakistani counterpart Shah Mahmood Qureshi on Saturday. The statement also emphasized that as Afghanistan's neighbors, China and Pakistan get directly impacted by the situation in Afghanistan. The Chinese Foreign Ministry asserted it is necessary for the two countries to strengthen cooperation and respond to the unfolding events. Wang Yi said in his statement, and I quote, We will work together to combat terrorism and push all major forces in Afghanistan to draw a clear line against terrorism, firmly combat the East Turkestan Islamic movement and other terrorist forces, and resolutely stop Afghanistan from becoming a hotbed of terrorism. End quote. He also said, the two countries will promote peace through talks and take steps towards political reconciliation to build a broad-based and inclusive political framework. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and hold on during these distressing times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.